Hey guys, Ed Jones from the Honorable Man Podcast coming to you with another 5-Minute Friday. Guys, I'd like to tell you a story about something weird that happened to me um, a few years ago. When my oldest son, Eddie, was 9 or 10, I helped with the coaching of his midget football team. Uh, He'd been playing soccer up until that point, but most of his friends at school were playing football, so he wanted to switch sports. Anyway, I I knew the head coach of his teams, and I uh, agreed to help out with the coaching. Frankly, I had a blast. I would recommend that to anybody if you get a chance to to coach your children and young people. um, Go for it. It's fantastic and very rewarding. So going to league functions and meetings, you start to see the same guys over and over again. Um, There were like four teams from our hometown in the youngest division, and they were all coached by dads and uncles of of the boys playing, which I'm sure is common, um, pretty common. So you start to see these same guys over and over again. You scrimmage against them. You practice against them. You even play games against them. So you get to know these guys pretty well. Like most places, I guess, there's there were some jerks in the group. Um, but by and large, these were good guys volunteering their time to input whatever football knowledge we had to these, to these boys. Some of the guys were quiet and reserved, and, and one of them was a guy whose who's name I think was John. John seemed like a decent guy. He wasn't a hothead. He was always around, very quiet, kind of stood in the background, but, um, you know, he was there. He was helping out. He's probably about my age and all, and like I said, he just, he just seemed like a good guy. So, years go by, Eddie moves on into middle school and high school, and that effectively ends my coaching career, basically. Um, and by the way, his last year of midget football, we won the Super Bowl, which was which was a great memory for me and uh, all the kids involved in that team. I can still rattle off every kid that was on that team and see him from time to time in the neighborhood. And it's it's awesome. We have a special bond, and it's a great memory, just a great memory. Uh, an, one night a couple years ago, probably five years ago now, well after coaching, well after midget football, towards the end of Eddie's high school career, I have a dream. I'm dreaming that I'm at one of these coaches' meetings for midget football, and the meeting is very somber. Some of the guys are crying. Everybody's upset. So I asked one of the guys standing to my right, and I don't even remember who it was. You know you know how dreams are. I said, I said, what's going on? And this guy tells me that John has died. And then I wake up. Boom. Wake up. And you know how you have, like, depressing dreams, and they kind of stay with you, and you're in a little bit of a, a funky mood or a fog for the first couple hours of your day? That's how, that's how I was on this day after this particular dream because it was very, very vivid and very real. So anyways, shake that off. Got some errands to do later that day, and I'm taking my boys school shoe shopping. So we go to Dick's Sporting Goods because they like to wear tennis shoes, and I'm having the boys try on shoes they like, and I'm sitting on this round bench in the middle of Dick's. By the way, I was just there this Christmas, this last Christmas. They don't have these round benches anymore. They've kind of changed the the layout of their shoe department. But anyways, we pick out some shoes for Connor and Eddie, and I stand up to go towards the front of the store where the cash registers are with with the boxes of shoes. And who is sitting on the bench right behind me? John. The guy that I dreamt that night died is sitting behind me at Dick's, three towns over from where we live, 
having his son try on shoes. And this is, like I said, this is probably 10 years after coaching midget football. After I hadn't seen the guy in probably seven or eight years. I have a dream about him, and then I see him the same day. What the hell? What does that mean? That can't be a coincidence, right? That has to that has to mean something. I've been again, this happened probably three or four years ago now. And I can't get it out of my mind. It, 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 every now and again, it pops up to me. It's, it's got to be the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me, and I'm trying to figure out what it means. So if you have any ideas, shoot me a text or shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. Also, real quick, let me share my philosophy on coaching youth sports. I think your number one goal when coaching 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds is to get them to the next year, to not have any kids that you're coaching quit. Sure, you're going you're gonna to teach them what you know specific to that sport, and it's probably significantly less than the guys at the middle school and high school level know. But teach them and get them to move on. Make sure that you don't rob them or strip them of the love of the particular sport you're coaching. There were probably 30 to 40 kids in Eddie's grade playing midget football when he was 10 years old. And by the time he graduated his senior year... I think there were less than 10 kids in his senior class still playing football. And I got to think that's directly a result of the coaching they received. The guys that coached them from the time they were 10, 11, 12, all the way up through high school, didn't do a good enough job of helping these kids maintain their love of the sport. You know, you never know who's going to turn out to be a stud. I coached some kids that were very awkward, very clumsy when they were small, who turned out to be studs. Eddie's, um, the starting tailback his senior year was a kid named Kenny, and I don't really remember him being all that great in football. In fact, I don't even know if he played football when he was 10 years old, but I coached him in baseball, and he wasn't, he was a great athlete, good athlete, but I don't remember him being particularly good at, at football or baseball. And the kid ran for well over a 1,000 yards his senior year and was just a really tough, hard-nosed football player. So, guys, if you're coaching 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, your number one job is to make sure they don't quit, get them to the next year, get them to the next coach, and so on. All right, guys, that's it. We'll talk to you next week.